on this episode of Ask LA. People already know what we do as landscape architects. They just don't have that connection between us as designers of that space and, you know, the place that they got married or where their kid hit the game-winning home run or, you know, where they take Fido for a walk every day. Life is at the core of everything we do. Um, protecting life, enhancing life. The Ask LA podcast is brought to you by the American Society of Landscape Architects. Produced by the ASLA Emerging Professionals Committee, each episode is geared to provide information and insight into the profession of landscape architecture for students and emerging professionals. On this episode of Ask LA, we talked to Dalton Lavoie and Andrew Wickham, two young landscape architects doing amazing things for the profession out of Sacramento, California. We really focus on Life Grows Here, a landscape architecture awareness campaign they created that is being promoted by ASLA during World Landscape Architecture Month. I'm your host, Daniel Martin. Let's dive in. We've got two guys with us. Uh, both happen to be from the Sacramento, California area. A couple California dudes. Uh, we've got Dalton Lavoy and Andrew Wickham joining us. Guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for the opportunity, Daniel. Yeah, happy um, to be so, here. Great. You guys, uh, pretty young guys, a uh, couple growing landscape architectures, landscape architects, geez. Um, <laughs> why don't you uh, give us, uh, we'll have you both just kind of do a brief intro of who you are and, and anything you might want to say to the audience to get us started, then we'll, we'll dive in. Dalton, why don't we start with you? All right. Uh, my name is Dalton Lavoy, landscape architect in Sacramento, California. I work for Stantec here. Um, and let's see, I, um, who am I? I? I think when you ask me that question, I, I think I'm just, I think of myself as just another average person with an opinion based on what I've uh, seen and learned in my life. And uh, that's kind of all I have to offer. It's not, uh, not to downplay it, but uh, that's the way I think of all of us as these people that have experiences and share our experiences and our reaction to the world. Um, and I think uh, of design as a translation of those experiences and the experiences of your client. Um, so it's all just translating um, ideas into space, ideas into language. And as a designer, I did see my role in that very same way as a translator. Uh, I think that's generally how I think of myself in this uh, in this profession. All right. And on a scale of one to 10, how weird are you? Oh, 10. Oh, yeah. right. Good. Seems like a lot of landscape architects would answer that. <laughs> All right, uh, Drew, how about you? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, Drew uh, Wickham. I'm a landscape architect uh, here in Sacramento. I work for LPA, a multidisciplinary firm um, throughout California and Texas. Um, yeah, and well, you know, while uh, Dalton is humble, I am not. I am I am the bee's knees and best there ever is. No. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I think of, of landscape architecture as an opportunity to tell a story, um, tell a story about the client, about the culture and the community that surrounds that space, um, you know, or to, to engage different opportunities uh, about that site and, and really... Uh, our role as landscape architects is to bring that story to the forefront uh, and and uh, create that user experience because really that's all you know landscape architecture is about is is user experience you know and through the environment the culture and the socioeconomics uh, of the area uh, and so 
uh, really excited to be here, and, and um, I think we've got some really cool stuff coming up um, here in the, in the close future. Excellent. And uh, I'll give you a one to 10 question. How dangerous are you? Oh, 100. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't uh, follow these guys on social media already, uh, Drew's uh, handle on social media is Danger Drew. So he's, he's known for his, his danger. Um, it's in, you guys, uh, literally in my phone under danger. It's a nick. Yeah, it's a nickname I picked up in college for uh, for good reason too. Yeah, it's not just a middle name; it's your first name. Exactly. <laughs> it's an ethos. That's great. Why don't we? Uh, in fact, since we since I brought up social media, why don't you guys tell these uh, listeners how they can find you and uh, and get contact with you and see what you have going on? Go ahead, Drew. Uh, on Instagram and actually uh, on Facebook uh, at Danger Drew. Um, one word, no underlines, spelled out. All right. On Instagram, I'm Dalton M. Lavoie, um, and super original, I know. And then also on Facebook, it's Dalton Lavoie. All right. Uh, I am connected with both of you guys and enjoy uh, watching your your shenanigans. So <laughs> I encourage everybody <laughs> out there to, to look them up as well. Uh, so landscape architecture, obviously very important to both of you. Uh, you know, you both just expressed uh, what it means to you. And we're in World Landscape Architecture Month is when this podcast is going to come out. So we're trying to tell people about landscape architecture, trying to let them understand. And, and you've created this campaign that we're going to talk about. But let's start by talking about how you guys found landscape architecture and first found out about it. And my understanding is uh, you both found out at like a college career fair. Is that right? And you knew yes. nothing about it before that. <laughs> knew very well. I um, actually, uh, I thought I wanted to be an architect. Um, I, uh, I knew I wanted to go to Cal Poly, uh, San Luis Obispo, and when you apply for uh, Cal Poly, you need to declare your major. And, uh, my brother went to the school at that time, and he uh, he went to the architecture department, and they said, oh, yeah, it's a really impacted and challenging school, and blah, 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 and I didn't think that I could get in uh, with that, but he they sent him over to landscape architecture department, uh, and he picked up a bunch of information about it. Um, and, and uh, sent me the information and I thought, you know what, this is, this is pretty cool. Uh, I think, uh, I think this is the right, the right fit for me. And if it's not, you know, I can always transfer into the, uh, uh, into the architecture program later. Um, but, uh, you know, day one, the first class, I was like, no, 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 this is where I need to be. And I just fell in love with it uh, a little bit more, uh, every day after that, you know, every day is, is, is a surprise. And, uh, just reaffirms my passion for for design and you know the environment and the community and landscape. What he said. That's my answer. <laughs> Ditto. It honestly is a very uh, similar story. I was uh, I always wanted to go to Cal Poly. Had a, a neighbor, um, one of my good friends growing up, whose dad was an architect, and I saw the blueprints, and I just fell in love with. Uh, drawing. I was always, uh, always loved to draw. Always loved the outdoors, and uh, you know, I, seeing all these plans for and, and creating things was was really attractive to me. So um, I don't know where I got Cal Poly in my head. I don't recall. He probably went there, uh, my friend's dad. But um, what happened was I went to the career fair and was like, yeah, let's let's do it. Let's. Uh, I want to I want to go to Cal Poly for architecture, and they're like, well, you know, you're you're um, you maybe. 
but uh, have you, do you know what landscape architecture is? Because you know you're you're a maybe in architecture. Uh, you'll you'll get in for landscape architecture. And I was like, oh no, let me let me check out what that is. And um, I've considered that one of the luckiest days in my life, to be honest, uh, because it's it's such a fit for me as a person, um, my philosophy, how I how I think of the world, the larger world, and um, and even this campaign, I think, has a for this some of the same reasons is uh, why I think that day was so important because um, this notion in landscape architecture of designing with both the, the natural world and the human world combined is a fit for me, a perfect fit for me. And so um, I'm really happy that that day happened. Um, so thank you Rockland High School for holding that career fair and whoever I was that I talked to at that, that table for Cal Poly. So you both made it sound as if landscape architects, but landscape architecture is the uh, catch-all for architecture rejects. Um, <laughs> I don't think you meant that. So, so why is that not true? I think. Yeah, go for it, Drew. Yeah. I, yeah, I think there's kind of two two categories of landscape architects. Those people who love the outdoors and just wanted to work with the outdoors um, in in some shape or, or fashion, and then those people who kind of were drawn to the design um, side of things, and um, but also love the outdoors and the environment, and and were kind of holistic systems thinkers uh, more so than perhaps um, some of the other uh, design professions um, and were attracted to that, um, that side of, of the profession. So I think there's, that's been my experience. There's kind of two people that, two types of people that come into the profession and, and I think both of them um, are absolutely necessary for, for what we're trying to do as, as a profession or society. No, we're just the we're just the lucky ones that didn't fall into architecture, Dan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We didn't it's, fall into the trap. Yeah. Landscape architecture is left brain, right brain. It's art and science. So that's I mean, that's kind of the two sides of that coin that, that you're talking about. Um, and then you we get were the, saved. the perfect we were blend saved. of the perfect blend of both, like Dalton, right? Yeah, but yeah, since many listeners won't know that uh, necessarily our sense of humor, I should, that's all tongue in cheek. Uh, I, I work alongside yeah. our engineers, interior designers, archaeologists, biologists every single day. I think we're all an incredibly important part of the design profession and the design world. We're all translators in that same way. Each discipline brings a talent to the table that is 100% needed, including landscape architects and including all the other disciplines. Um, then it it just spoke to who I am, which I would encourage anybody who's in a program now listening to this or considering it, that is what you need to get right, is, is which, which one is aligned with who you are. And if it's architecture, you should be an architect. And if it's landscape architecture, you should be a landscape architect. And if it's horticulture, go be a horticulturalist. They're all very important uh, and it's all part of the same, we're all in this together. So um, just find, it's just a fit with who I am. You know, it, I feel like I'm a better landscape architect than I would have been an architect. But, well, and I would, I would add to that, uh, um, one of the beautiful things about landscape architecture is um, the, the scope and the breadth of work. Like you can, you can work uh, solely on habitat restoration and environmental mitigation as a landscape architect, or you can do visual assessments for 
EIR as a, as a landscape architect, or you can design, you know, um, highly innovative, um, you know, urban plazas as a landscape architect. You know, the, the scope of work that that uh, this profession encompasses uh, can accommodate a lot of different personality types. Uh, so if you're a little bit unsure about some of your classes right now as a student, um, you know, maybe stick stick with it or talk with your professors about you know the different paths for a landscape architect uh, within the profession. Yeah, that brings up a great point. Uh, so many ways to practice, and I'm going to use that to segue into ASLA, and uh, which you know is an organization that represents all landscape architects, you know, no matter how they practice, which which can possibly lend to a problem. How do we represent everybody well so that everybody's happy? Um, you guys are both very involved in ASLA. Did that start uh, at Cal Poly or after Cal Poly? It did. We were both yes. uh, on the yeah student chapter of ASLA at Cal Poly. Um, and I was a uh, senior, I was president um, and I participated the year prior. I will, I'll just, I didn't participate every year. So don't feel like if you're someone who's listening to this, who's maybe not a member yet, don't feel like you can't join or it's not, you know, it's too late or I'm not, I'm not in yet. And also, I'm, I'm also, I'll admit and um, that even when I got out of school, I didn't join right away. Two things that we're actually having problems with currently and encourage people not to do. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I was just a little, I needed a little break, but uh, what, what I think ASLA does and has done for me and why it's so important is it just exposes you to so much more than you can get in your classes or in your job and including opportunities for professional growth, uh, opportunities for uh, collaboration, um, charrettes, you know, uh, projects that you might not get in your firm. Uh, you can do through uh, volunteer work with the society. Um, you, you learn from other people. You learn that you're not the only one struggling sometimes, or uh, and you have others to to help uh, elevate your perspective, elevate uh, how your your thinking in the profession. So there's just so much that more that it brings to my practice being involved. And I've done public awareness now for ten years. I've done. Uh, the president of the student or of the local chapter and the student chapter when I was at Cal Poly. Um, I've done uh, trustee, just finished a term as trustee, and we represent Drew and I right now on the California Council, which is the uh, advocacy in California that we do basically legislative oversight for any uh, bills that may relate to landscape architecture. So all this volunteer work has allowed me to grow and add to what I learn in my firm and also it so they're mutually beneficial. I think these resources it's allowed me to be, be a better public speaker. I get opportunities to talk in front of groups that I may not otherwise get and then when I have you know an interview or a presentation to a group at work I'm, I'm more comfortable. So those you know those opportunities are huge among many 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 others but that's you know those are a couple of things that stand out right away for me. Yeah I mean it's, I came in about the same pathway as, as Dalton. You know, I got involved late in my uh, school career uh, with the student chapter at, at Cal Poly, and I think I was secretary the, my uh, uh, my senior year. Um, I didn't didn't join up the local chapter right away. It was a little intimidating for me um, uh, at that time. But then uh, I came to it a couple of years out of school, and and I'm thankful uh, that I did because it it's really uh, ASLA has changed my career path more than uh, anything I think that I've done um, 
uh, in the office uh, because uh, ASLA is so accessible, especially to emerging professionals, um, or at least it that's been my experience with, with the Sierra chapter, um, getting involved with, with a committee uh, and then leading a committee and then uh, you know, getting involved with the executive committee, be, you know, holding a, a, a you know membership uh, at large or member at large uh, position, and then involving that into vice president, president, and now uh, I am trustee uh, for the chapter. Uh, but through that, more it's like the fellowship. Uh, you know, I've got friends all over the United States that are landscape architects because of ASLA, and I know that when I go visit that state, I can call them up and get recommendations on where to go, or you know, if I have troubles with need connections in that state for you know, career or or any other uh, you know thing like that, I you know got those connections and that fellowship, which has been wonderful. Um, beyond that, you know, my experience leading committees. Uh, is just like leading a project. Only, you know, um, I got that experience two or three years out of college. You know, how to how to lead a whole team, and you've got a budget and a schedule and a and a site, and it's it's a it's a mini project. Um, and so that was you know super valuable uh, um, experience for me that translated directly into my career uh, at work. Um, you know, and then beyond that, just you know the community of of like minded people. You get recharged at the on the profession. And, and you know, having those discussions with people and those blue sky thoughts, and meeting people who are who are uh, willing to collaborate with you on, on some of those ideas has been just a, a fabulous experience. Uh, and I would encourage people who who are um, thinking about you know getting involved at ASLA, I would encourage them to do it because it's it, it can change your career. As landscape architects, as landscape architects, as landscape architects, as landscape architects, we design places and experiences for life to grow and flourish. We design for human existence. Together with life on Earth in a field that combines art and science. People already have personal and emotional connections to the spaces we create. Our work is a setting for the memories of their paths, for their lives today, and where they long to be in the future. Our communities know who we are through our work. They just don't realize it yet. We need a new way to communicate with the public a new voice, a new message. Because an amazingly rare thing called life, life, life grows in the spaces that we create. Happiness grows in the parks and schoolyards we design. Togetherness grows in the corridors that we plan, connecting one person to another. Wellness grows in the active spaces we create for communities to come together. Life grows here. Life grows here. Life grows here. Life grows here. In our design, in our works, in our profession. So while we're all here, let's grow together. We're asking all of you to help us communicate this message. Life Grows Here is a public awareness campaign to let people know why we do what we do. And why it's important in their lives. Here's what we need from you. A short one minute video about your why. Why do you do your work? Who do you design for? How does your work affect the lives of those around you? We want to know. Don't worry about the video quality. You can go into selfie mode or talk over a static image if you like. What's more important is you. Your voice, your perspective. Together, we can create a mosaic that clearly communicates the spirit of our profession and shapes our collective voice as designers of place and stewards of life. Life grows in the spaces we create. Help us tell that story. 
So you both mentioned an early mistake where you didn't stick with your membership right out of college and then and it found it later and uh, you even mentioned there was an intimidation factor there perhaps. Um, what advice would you give to those young emerging professionals just starting out in their career to maybe do differently than you did? You know, you, you, you don't know what you don't know, uh, and there's a fear of, of the unknown there. Um, so I would, I would just reach out to a chapter, even if it's just contact at, you know, Sierra chapter at ASLA, whatever, um, you know, just reach, send an email and say, hey, I, I want to get involved. How can I get involved? Because I, I guarantee you every chapter out there is hungry for more people to be involved. Um, and if it's just sitting on a committee uh, and, and helping out with one event a year, uh, it, you know, we uh, as chapter leaders love that and we want more people to be involved and to feel comfortable getting involved and to have that opportunity. Um, and you don't need to, you know, you don't need to lead a committee right away or you even join a committee right away, but just, you know, come in and help with an event. Uh, and get to know the people and, and um, you know, make some friends and things like that. And uh, I, I think just, you know, take that first step and reach out to the chapter. Um, or if you have a friend who is involved in the chapter, you know, pick their brain about like, hey, what is it like? Or who's cool? What's going on? Everything like that. Or go to a, just go to a chapter event and, and try and meet some people. It can be intimidating, but, um you know, I'm, I'm kind of a shy person uh, in some situations. And, uh, you know, so it took me a little bit to kind of open up, um, admittedly. And I think that I wish I had done it sooner. Yeah. Feel the, no, sorry, one sec, do, do you feel the trajectory of your career or personal development would have accelerated or been, been faster if you wouldn't have missed those couple of years? Uh, yeah, I think that I think I was kind of a little bit behind as a result. Um, you know, and there's there's things that I learned and opportunities that I got that um, had I um, pursued, you know, active membership uh, a little bit earlier, you know, it might have been a little bit different. Oh. Dalton, what would you tell young Dalton? Young Dalton? <laughs> <laughs> Younger Dalton. Yeah. Um, you know, you get what you, you uh, put in and it will be what you tell yourself it will be. If you think it's not worth it, uh, you're going to go there and you're going to find reasons to think that it's not worth it. What I'm telling you that is that it is worth it. If you're interested in advancing your career, if you're interested to finding out more about what's out there, if you're interested in learning how you can help uh, the broader professions succeed, um, and just how to do better in your work. You just want to. You just want to be a better professional. You will learn more from these people like these people that are there they're incredible resources basically it's a huge amount of, of of resources of people with way more experience than you who've been through things that you're about to go through they can tell you how to how to think about it how to get through it um, you can grow through going to these uh, to these meetings you know I, I saw it as I'm burnt out I just got done with college I just want to chill out a little bit I don't need to be volunteering a ton and this is like all the stuff that it's it's okay to have those thoughts, and it's okay to and if it's not you right now, that's okay. But I'm telling you that when if and when you find that time, and you start investing, you're gonna see huge returns on what you learn through going to these meetings. And if you if you can't the meetings, the events, all this stuff, you can always find something to learn from in 
participating. If, you, if you're looking for, this is a waste of my time, then you will find this is a waste of my time. So your attitude is your number one thing. That, that would be my advice to young Dalton and whoever else is listening, young or old, entering the profession or in the profession, but feeling a little disconnected and you want to get involved and feel a little more connected. You can join ASLA and you can and bring the right attitude to it and you will get what you're looking for. I promise. Dalton, real quick, how many, how many people do we know personally who got a job directly through their ASLA connections? <laughs> it, it's just crazy like so if you're you know if you're looking you're you know two years into you know Dalton and I are rare in that we've been with with our companies since we graduated um, but you know like we know so many people who who got a job right out of college it wasn't a right fit for them and then through ASLA they found the right fit um, through their connections so I, I would add that it was, it's great for um, your career developing a career like that for sure. I, I was going to ask you guys if you could uh, summarize ASLA in one word. What's what's the one word you would uh, describe ASLA? Opportunity. It's Damn, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, community. That was what I would say. Yeah, those are both very good. I mean, that's that's exactly what it's about: building a community, networking, making friends, sharing ideas building things together and yeah, provides opportunity. Excellent. All right, well, we're going to uh, segue into this campaign for World Landscape Architecture Month that ASLA is pushing, uh, which was originated from the brain trust that is U2, which is phenomenal. Um, this campaign is called Life Grows Here. It's a big public awareness campaign for World Landscape Architecture Month to kind of get the word out about landscape architecture what it is, what it does, et cetera. And I'm gonna let one of you take it away and kind of describe in a little more detail, you know, what you see the campaign as. And yeah, let me, let me jump out in front and give credit to much more than Drew and myself. Uh, I, would, I would credit anyone we've ever spoken to in the distance <laughs> outside the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon and the seven degrees of Frederick Law Olmsted. Um, you know, all of those <laughs> thoughts that came together uh, from all the people we know, our professors, our families, and everything, it all feeds into this concept. And what it's really about, if we just get down to it, is we've, you know, we've been involved with public awareness for a while in ASLA, and we've we've done a really good job of talking about what landscape architecture is, and what we what we want and what we want to do with this one is still talk about what landscape architecture is, but lead with why, why landscape architecture is. So Drew and I were in LA at the convention. It was Sunday of the, of the convention and we were both kind of feeling like we've been saturated in a lot of great ideas and all this stuff, but it's like, okay, so how do we, how do we communicate with the general public about why landscape architecture is important? Most of the outreach we're doing currently or have been doing uh, in the past 10 years has been, uh, you know, really marketing to or are talking to our social media sphere, which are generally supporters of us and then thus what we're supporters of. So what would be a message outside of that that would make this would make landscape architecture relevant to them? So you start asking 
why is landscape architecture important to the average person's life? Not someone who already knows what landscape architecture is, but the average person. And what it what we came up with, and and this is a, a working concept. We, we're not going to say it's the end all be all, but where we're at is this concept of life grows here. So why landscape architecture? Because life grows in the places that we create. And so that is the reason we think it's a compelling argument specifically for landscape architecture, but more broadly for any discipline or um, it's, a, it's a larger philosophy outside of just this campaign is that life is at the core of everything we do, um, protecting life, enhancing life. And it's both your personal life, uh, someone's someone's life with their family, their, their, their inner experience even, I would say, um, and the life of all other living things, um, the, the plants, the animals, the air, the water, the, the earth, like those two, that, that nature and culture balance is at the core of landscape architecture, protecting, so us as stewards of life and designers of place, we feel is a very authentic message for landscape architecture specifically. Drew, I'll let you jump on top of what I missed. Yeah, I mean, you know, essentially we design for human existence and for humans to exist, we need nature. You know, we need all the, the systems that uh, environment provides and all those, uh, you know, the ecosystem services. Um, and we need to, to be stewards of that. And so, um, you know, life is at the core of what we do as landscape architects. And when we thought about it as, um, you know, we're, when we were talking about this and writing, we actually were writing on the window of the hotel room in, in LA, and I'm sure the, the cleaning crew loved us, but, uh, you know, we're scribbling all over this window. And, and what we kept, kept coming back to is people already know what we do as landscape architects. They just don't have that connection between us as designers of that space and you know the place that they got married or where their kid hit the game winning winning home run or you know where they take fido for a walk every day um you know so people already have this emotional connection with with what we do and life grows here is a campaign to kind of help uh tie that that connection make that connection between what it is that we do and why it's important to people and so we wanted to kind of um, reframe our message. You know, Simon Sinek and a couple other, uh, um, you know, marketing and and and, and sales and, and leadership uh, uh, gurus um, have say that in order for someone to to buy into what you're doing, um, they need to have an emotional connection with you. And in order to get an emotional connection with you, you need to start with why you're doing something. You know, what you do and how you do it is important. Uh, that's very important, and and that's primarily how we've been talking about landscape architecture as a society is, is what we do and how we do it. But uh, we want to reframe that of why we practice landscape architecture, why it's important to the public. You know, why should this person who doesn't care about climate change or believe in climate change or this person who uh, is, is fairly happy with their, their city, the way it looks and everything like, why does it matter to them? And why, does our, why is our work important to them? Um, right. So that was our goal, was to kind of reframe that message and start with why and then get to the why and the how. Okay. 
It's, I want to get back to both of your whys in a little bit, but you mentioned something that's really a, kind of a beautiful concept or thought that every day, basically every person interacts with landscape architecture. They just don't necessarily know that it's landscape architecture. I mean, everybody has a basic concept of architecture. Oh, I'm going into this building, an architect created this building, but they don't understand I'm walking through this public space. I'm at the ballpark watching my, my kid play. They don't have the concept that someone designed that and created that space. So that's the goal of the campaign is to get that across to, you know, to the common person who might not be in the landscape architecture sphere. Um, so how, what are the methods of getting that message to those people as part of the campaign? Well, there's a, there's a couple. So one is a, a video based message. So it would be you telling the story of why you do your work and using examples of places in your community that people may not be aware of that you designed. So it allows you to that personal connection of this is this is something that I, I did um, and here's what it does for the community. Uh, so there's that's that's one way. There's there's so there's videos where you talk about your why and use examples in your community. And then there's you can do the same exact thing through a uh, just an image based platform. So share on social media with the you know the the same concept is show a picture of your project and then lead your storyline with why and really focus the why message on this notion of life grows here. And so we're enhancing the community's life, the, the, the uh, personal life. If it's, a, it's, a, if it's a, a ballpark, like you said, if it's a healing garden, if it's a golf course, if it's a nature preserve, if it's a pocket park, all these things are providing opportunities that benefit people's lives. And that is at the core of everything that when we design, we're trying to, you know, influence a, a positive emotion and interaction, a smell, a, a flower, a, a leaf, shade, a place to sit, refuge, a break from the craziness. Like that's that's embodied in the way we design and how we design and why we design. So we lead with why, and then we talk about how we did it and what we did. So that's that's kind of you know either image based or video based. Um, you can do your own blog. Uh, you can do your own, uh, you know, any 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 social platform. I think is is valid. Um, you just want to tweet about it. You can do whatever. But really, we want to lead with a life grows here message of why landscape architecture, and then give all the details and show that hey, it, you know, because we could say it, you know, this uh, sequesters this amount of carbon or it it captures this amount of stormwater or it infiltrates this into the aquifers. But why is that important? Okay, so sequestering carbon, combating climate change, uh, infiltrating into an aquifer, uh, water stability and access to drinking water long term for our communities. Um, capturing stormwater, um, your house isn't going to flood, property values, flood insurance. These are all things that are influenced by the work that we do, but nobody's going to make the connection when they just see some pavers. If we can help them make the connection of flood protection neighbors, um, you know, in, in as much as the project authentically is delivering, not overstating, then we can start to communicate how little impacts on individual projects around a community start to have a collective value of resiliency of your city, of quality of life in your city, and in quality of each individual's personal life. 
I think most people would resonate with the quality of life factor, you know, and how does how does our work improve quality of life for someone? Um, you know, and what's important, I mean, the WLAM, you know, for World Landscape Architecture Month, the official campaign uh, is life grows here. So hashtag life grows here and hashtag WLAM uh, 2020 to, to kind of tag your post and, and add it to the voice of, of everybody else, all the landscape architects around the world. Um, and, you know, we're, we're the official call is we're asking for videos, um, but it doesn't have to, like Dalton said, it doesn't have to be a video. If it's a, if it's an image based thing or if it's something that's a blog or, or a little bit longer form, that's totally fine. Um, what we want is, is you, your voice, your perspective. Um, we want to know who you design for and, and why, uh, you know, landscape architecture is important uh, to you uh, as a designer. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Ask LA. Don't miss part two of this interview on our next episode, where Dalton and Drew dive further into the Life Grows Here campaign and its mission of spreading the word about landscape architecture. Be sure to subscribe to the Ask LA podcast on iTunes, Google, or your podcast service of choice to catch every episode. For more information about the great work of the American Society of Landscape Architects, check out ASLA.org.